Welcome to Lean Strong Radio, the only podcast for women showing you how to upgrade your body, mind, and life using a plant-based diet. We're smart, sophisticated, we think big, and we are rewriting the rules for nutrition and success in life. Join me, your host, Nikki Riot, as I break down how to have more energy, less stress, and create the life and body of your dreams. What is up, you guys? Oh my gosh, it's so good to be back after, um, I don't know, some, I mean, we're still kind of in the middle of some crazy, uh, some crazy weeks. If you're listening to this, the first week of April when it airs of 2020, yeah, we're in some crazy, crazy times, but it's so good to be back with you guys. Um, I'm not even sure how long that we've kind of been in this new normal, if you will. I don't know, like four weeks, maybe. I don't, I don't know, four weeks, probably maybe three weeks. I don't even know what day it is at this point. Um, but, um, but yeah, it's so good to be back. So I'm going to talk to you guys today about three tips, three ways to boost your immune system, because it's kind of on the front of everybody's or a lot of people's minds right now is, you know, ways that, that we can control ways to boost our immune system, um, to fight off and be able to fight off any potential viruses and just basically just not get sick. So I'm going to give you guys three things today that you can focus on. And each of the tips that I'm going to share, each of the things I'm going to share, I'll do deep dives in later episodes. I just kind of wanted to give you guys like a good overview, like a flyby of three things that you can start doing today, um, or definitely this week to start increasing or I guess boosting your uh, body's immune system and its ability to fight off diseases and just keep you healthy now and in the long run. Um, also some anti-aging benefits. So all kinds of good stuff are going to come from the, the three things that I'm going to teach you guys today. But before I do that, I'll give you just a little bit of a catch up um, on why it's been like a month since uh, I've put out a podcast for you guys. And so middle of March, I guess, you know, they canceled schools and sports and kind of put us all on like, you know, stay home orders, which is all fine with me. Like I'm a hardcore introvert. So that is like my happy place anyways. It's all, all good. Um, however, we decided, or I mean, previous to all of this, we were going to move. So we finally finished. We were in one of our rental houses literally six months longer than we wanted to be. So we finally finished our house. Um, and so we were moving that last week of March and I've moved so many times that I would consider myself to be like, I would say a level 10 mover, uh, fairly proficient and basically a professional. However, <laughs> however, uh, that did not show this last move. I'm not sure what happened, but the wheels fell off. I mean, I was literally carrying like my silverware caddy in my lap, like driving it over to our new house. I'm not even, I don't, I like, I literally have no reason for why this move was so chaotic. Um, but after a few weeks, we're finally getting settled, settled in. And so this one threw me for a loop. So that's why, um, I haven't been, I, this is the first podcast I've released in, I don't know, four weeks or so. Um, also because we're staying home, like I haven't been able to get to my office. So the kids are home and it's just been, it's been good, but it's been, been crazy. Um, but I think like after, like now that I look back on why this was like so chaotic, this is the first house that we have had. That's not had a basement or like obscenely excessive amounts of storage. And so like, you couldn't just go put something somewhere and like deal with it later. Like you actually had to like, I don't know, deal with it now. <laughs> and so, um, got everything all sorted and, you know, got rid of, 
like decor that just didn't work and all, all that good stuff. So now that we're settled, it's all good. Um, but I am recording this podcast from home. So hopefully the audio ends up being okay, but I don't know. It's kind of like, I don't know this. I was thinking about the move and like this quarantine and how it's kind of been going so far. And it's honestly been cool. And I hope this is you know, true for you guys as well. But it's like, we can't be super busy to like distract ourselves from things either we want to do or we need to do, whether that's, I don't know, like projects or I don't just even things that we need to like think about or get rid of or whatever, you know? And, and so it's kind of been interesting. Like it's been a really good, um, I've, I've like kind of picked up on some really cool disciplines that I'll share with you guys later. Um, my nutrition and fitness has not been, um, I would say as on point as it usually is. So that's been a little bit of, of a unique challenge for me, but working through it. So I hope you guys are using this time to like process things. And now that we have the space in which to do it, um, because it is obviously super good for your health, which is one of the things I'm going to talk to you guys, you know, one of my tips today. Um, but anyways, let's go ahead and dive right in. And like I said, I'm going to go into each of these in more depth in later episodes. So today is really just like meant to be like a quick start. Um, but the first thing that you can do to boost your body's immune system or enhance your body's ability to fight off disease, prevent disease, and overall just keep it in good working order, um, really is, and I guess it's not like one thing that you can't. I mean, it's always happening, but this is something you can do and it's something that you can increase and it's called autophagy. So you may have heard me mention this in previous podcasts because it's something that fasting um, is known to increase is your body's autophagy. But what autophagy means, like legitimately defined, legitimately, literally, whatever, you guys you can get what I'm saying, literally defined as self-eating. So that's really what autophagy means is self-eating. So it's a detox process that your body just naturally undergoes to clean out damaged cells and regenerate new ones. So like I said, your body's always doing this, but you can increase it with things like fasting, um, your diet, and then exercise. So we'll focus just on fasting and diet today. Um, but, but those are some things that you can do to really increase your body's ability to clean out damaged cells and regenerate new ones. So, you know, the reasons that you want to obviously get rid of damaged cells is to prevent disease and just keep your body running in tip top shape. So, you know, you're going to decrease inflammation by doing that, which, you know, really is a key in staying healthy, preventing disease, reversing disease, but also anti-aging. Um, and so we really want to, we kind of want to rev up autophagy. So the way that autophagy works, if you kind of think about like, I don't know, like if you guys have one of those Roomba things, those like the things that are vacuuming all the time, like if you have that thing going on in the background, you know, it's always cleaning up crumbs or whatever, you know, like always just in the background. But, which is good, you know, it does a lot of the work for you. Um, it's super helpful. However, there may be some nooks and crannies that it misses. It might not be able to get like under the rugs. Like you might have to stop that thing or you can let it run in another room, I guess is probably a better visual of that. But you might have to do some of the cleaning yourself. Like you might have to bump up that cleaning to really get a good deep cleaning. And so it's kind of the same with autophagy. 
So it's, it's like the Roomba that's always going, but there are some ways that we can really bump it up to really clean out our cells, to really bump up our immune system, um, decrease inflammation and increase um, your cells renew cell turnover, which is going to increase your energy. It's going to help your skin look great. Um, and all of that, all of that good stuff. So the number one way that you can do that, that you can start, you know, right now, I guess tomorrow, whatever, um, is through fasting. Now there are several different, you know, like benefits. There's a lot of benefits, um, for different, time periods of fasting. You know, there's intermittent fasting, which, you know, is you're fasted, you're not taking in any calories for a certain, for a certain number of hours during the day. Um, and then there is some extended fasting. So even, you know, fasting, not taking in any calories over 24 hours, 48 hours, 36 hours, some as long as five days. So there is some extended fasting. Now people will always ask me like, okay, does this break my fast? Does this break my fast? You know, it does this matter. So when you're fasting for autophagy, it does matter. Like you do not want to take in calories. You want to strictly water fast if you're fasting for autophagy, because what's happening when you're fasting is you're essentially like shutting the machine off so you can clean it, you know, so it gets some rest. Anytime you eat or drink any calories, whatsoever, anything that your body has to like do something with and process, you're essentially turning the machine back on. And so, you know, like drinking lemon water, probably not going to cause that big of an issue. Um, but even if you had something like coffee with creamer, you know, we would allow that during an intermittent fasting. If you're fasting for fat loss, um, or, you know, kind of maybe a combination of other things, but if you're fasting for autophagy, like for health reasons, for cell, cell turnover, anti-aging, you really want to do like a straight water fast. Now I do before, you know, somebody emails me, whatever. I am not a doctor. This is not like medical advice. This is all like from scientific, based on scientific studies, as everything that I talk about always is, but it really is a summation of sources that are best available to us, including studies, clinical reporting, and then of course, like anecdotal reporting. So if you have any medical conditions or anything like that, always, always, always check with your doctor. Um, but I'm just telling you guys what, you know, based on studies, clinical research, all of that kind of stuff. Okay. So I just want to, for whatever, put that out there. All right. So if we're just going to kind of key in on fasting for your immune system, we're going to take it down another level and talk about just fasting to really fight off viral infections because there have been some studies, some animal studies that have shown like different um, lengths of fasting for, for a viral versus a bacterial type of infection or preventative type things. You're, there's, there are different um, there's different benefits for different times. And some studies have shown that some of the actual, they're extended, but their shorter fasts are best for viral preventing or fighting off any viral infections versus some of the longer fasts, you know, 24, 48, 36, um, 24, 36, 48 hour fasts, even some of into a 72 hour, three hour, a three day fast have shown great for bacterial, like fighting off bacterial infections. So like a sinus infection or something like that, you know, doing a 24 hour or a 48 hour or a three day fast, one, two or three day fast is going to be great for that. 
Um, but for finding out a viral infection, really they found that that sweet spot is anywhere between 17 hour fasting and 24 hour fasting. So you really don't wanna go over 24 hour fasts if your focus is on um, really fighting, you know, or kind of activating that part of your immune system that is in charge of fighting off viruses. You know, and our immune systems are so complex, um, but a good way to kind of think about your immune system is kind of like um, our country or, you know, like our defense system. And so if you think about there are, you know, there are police officers, then there are, um, you know, like the army, then there's even like different arms within your defense system. There's the CIA, there's the FBI. They're all kind of in charge of different levels of different things, and they all handle things in a different way. So it's kind of how your immune system is. So I want to be careful to not like just overgeneralize or oversimplify, you know, things. I want to make things simple for you guys, but I don't want to oversimplify it where it's just like, oh, you know, you say one thing and like, just take it as gospel. Our immune systems are super complex and there's, there's a lot of moving parts and different things that go along with it. Um, however, you know, all that being said, um, a 17 hour fast to a 24 hour fast has been shown to be the best way in terms of fasting to activate the part of your immune system that is responsible for fighting off viruses. So that, you know, could look like if you stop fasting at, or if you stop eating dinner at seven o'clock um, that night, I guess, let's see, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 12. So you would eat at like noon the next day. Um, that would be a good long 17 hour fast. And you can definitely extend it to, you know, all the way and go to 7 PM that next night. Although I wouldn't recommend doing that because then you're going to be eating late. If you broke your fast at 7 PM, I wouldn't recommend doing that. So if you're going to do a 17 hour, you could go 7 PM and then not eat until noon that next day. That would give you a good long you know, period of time for cell renewal, let your body do what it, it needs to do to fight off some things um, and kind of clean some things out. So if you were to do a 24 hour fast, um, usually breakfast to breakfast is kind of the way to go from that. So if you ate breakfast at eight o'clock, you know, if you finished eating at eight o'clock one morning, like I would wait until that next morning to eat again. And that would be a 24 hour fast, but try not, if you're going to do a 24 hour fast, try not to like do dinner to dinner. Um, I just find that that's super hard to do. And it's it, more than anything, it's just hard to do. And it's not good to like break your fast at 7 PM at night. You typically want to break your fast first thing in the morning. Um, but yeah, I'll do a deeper dive on autophagy, but you know, in another episode, but that's a good way to start boosting your body's immune system is between 17 and 24 hour water fasts. So, um, the second tip I have for you guys is gratitude. So I know this sounds kind of like crazy, like how in the world can that boost my body's immune system? But studies have definitely shown that your thoughts negatively or positively affect your health. And so negative thoughts specifically will trigger um, the amygdala, which is like, like that emotional, like the, it's the limbic part of your brain. And so that's kind of like the, um, like, I don't, I guess the lizard part of your brain, like 
that's just straight off emotion. And so that is the fight or flight kind of center of your brain. And so negative thoughts will trigger the amygdala to send out kind of like red alerts. And so it's that fight or flight. So when you're having negative thoughts, you're always triggering that fight or flight um, system in, in your brain. And so your brain is sending out, you know, it's basically signaling fight or flight, which is adrenaline, cortisol, the stress hormone. So you're increasing inflammation, you're getting your hormones out of whack. Um, and typically when you're doing that, you are suppressing your immune system because it thinks it has bigger and better things to, to do, which is fight or flight. So you really want to manage your mind. And this is like a whole other, a whole and definitely a whole nother podcast. Um, I could talk forever about this one, but some ways to just stay, you know, stay grateful during this time is something you can do each morning. This is just a great part of your morning routine practice. Um, is just writing three things that you're grateful for. So when you are thinking, you can't have two thoughts at the same time. So if you are really just writing down three things that you're grateful for and just allowing yourself to meditate on those things, you're going to be signaling different things. Obviously, you're not triggering that fight or flight part of your brain, um, but your body is actually responding to the to that relaxation and that positivity um, in a helpful way in reducing inflammation and reducing stress. So, you know, staying grateful and that, I mean, I think that that I've gotten pretty well off of social media um, with the exception of obviously hanging out with the Lean Strong Next Level, which is the monthly membership group, hanging out with, with that group of women. But for the most part, pretty well gotten off of social media because it is just, I mean, for me personally, I'm not saying you know, you have to get rid of this, but it has been so, so helpful for me, um, to just stay in gratitude and not let somebody else's negativity or fear or whatever else, um, pull me out of those thoughts. So that's definitely the second thing, um, is just spending some quiet time in the morning, spend, you know, thinking about what you're grateful for. And then again at night, kind of like bookending your day with that, um, is, is really, really good for your health and it definitely will boost your immune system. And there's actually like science on this. Um, so I'll talk about that in another separate, separate episode. But, uh, the third thing we're going to move on to the third and the last thing that you can do to boost your body's immune system. And that is definitely uh, using implementing eating a plant-based diet. You guys know I hammer on eating a plant-based diet. Um, there are so many benefits, but primarily, you know, because it increase or decreases inflammation. So kind of going along with autophagy and then staying, you know, keeping your mindset in a grateful, um, staying in that, that grateful mindset, all of this is going to decrease your, in your body's inflammation, which is going to allow it to fight off, um, and just stay in tip top shape to where it can fight off anything in a, even if you do get something, it's going to allow you, your body to fight it off really, really quickly because you don't want a delayed immune response because that just allows, you know, if you do catch something, it allows it to proliferate in a faster and then you can't get ahead of it. So you really want to be taking good care of yourself by eliminating meat, dairy, and, uh, you know, processed foods. Um, but the big one is sugar. And so I want to spend just a, a minute on <laughs> sugar because just like what, um, what I was saying earlier, well, like obviously about the, you know, kind of like a medical disclaimer, but sometimes like, especially with nutrition, it changes all the 
time. I mean, not all, they're definitely principles, but as you learn more and as we grow in, as a medical community and, you know, more tests are done and more, you have a longer amount of time to see how protocols actually affect things and, you know, all sorts of developments, you know, sometimes you have to say like, oh, well, this study that was done 50 years ago, like over the past 50 years, you know, we haven't been able to replicate that same, those same results, therefore not giving us that same, same data. Well, we might have to look at that and say, well, like, well, maybe like, let's look at that. And like, if we can't replicate it, is it still true? And so that's kind of the case with sugar. And so you, there's a widely held belief that sugar depresses your immune system. And while that is like, is true, um, the studies that were done on this were back in the seventies and kind of where this belief comes from. And it was done in the seventies and basically participants donated their blood like before and then after they were given sugar. I don't remember. I think it was a can of Coke or something, but it was obviously something that was high in glucose and, you know, not not exactly good for us. Okay. Obviously we know that much about soda, but anyways, so, and what, what the study did is they put their blood in a Petri dish. They inoculated it with some bacteria and they could see when they tested the blood, they could see that the neutrophils, which are white blood cells, the like parts of white blood cells were less aggressive in going after the bacterial pathogens. So basically it was like, they were kind of like in a coma, like the, your white blood cells are the part, you know, the part that fights off, um, you know, pathogens or incoming things that we obviously don't want. They were basically like in a coma because after the sugar. Okay. So then what scientists just obviously, you know, touted their findings is like, Hey, sugar puts your white blood cells into a coma. So if you want to be healthy, you want to fight off diseases and bacterial infections, viral infections, things like that don't eat sugar. So while, although that is true, I mean, we should limit our sugar. Scientists have not been able to replicate that study in the same way. And so it kind of, you have to look like, does sugar really depress your immune system? So some more recent studies that have been done on rats, um, the effects of the, um, your body's like sugars affect in your body's immune response actually depends on kind of the bug that you're fighting. So 50 years ago when they studied this, you know, that particular pathogen that they used, yes, that was true that sugar, that sugar did depress the white blood cells ability to go after that particular pathogen. Um, but it seems that sugar actually does help you recover from viral infections, but it hinders your ability to overcome a bacterial infection. So take that for what it's worth, you know, but as we know, there's, there is always a downside to consuming sugar, specifically too much sugar, especially like straight up sugar, like Oreos, Coke, you know, candy bars, like hot tamales, <laughs> obviously things that are like have zero nutritional value, nutri nutritional content whatsoever, you know, obviously we know there's a downside to that. And by downside, there's really no upside to consuming those things. There's no nutritional value whatsoever. However, there is probably, even though there is probably some value in things like fruits. So technically fruit is sugar. So, you know, 
is there really a difference? Like we all know that not all calories are created equally. So the calories, the, the sugar that comes from a soda, even though it's still sugar, it's different than the sugar from, you know, a cup of strawberries because the strawberries carry along with it much more nutritional value, which means your body processes it and uses it in a much different way than just a straight up can of Coke, you know? Um, and so obviously using common sense, but that's not to say that you shouldn't ever eat. Now, if you're fighting off a bacterial infection, you might want to stay away from fruit just because we know that that does contain sugar. And if sugar does depress your body's ability in terms of that particular part of your immune system, if you're having fighting off a bacterial bug, you know, you might want to stay away even from fruit and just stick with things, you know, um, green vegetables, nuts, seeds, things that are maybe lower on the, the GI spectrum, even like potatoes, things like that, that aren't super high. I mean, they do have sugar in them because they have carbohydrates in them, but they're not super high in sugars, you know, berries, things like that, that are lower um, on the GI spectrum. That's probably going to be your best bet if you're fighting off something that's bacterial, but you can definitely have things that are higher in sugar. If it's a viral infection, things like pineapple, bananas, um, but obviously keeping up with your vegetables because we know that those have, you know, a whole other nutritional profile that's going to help your body fight off anything, you know, anything viral. So what I like to do, um, and if you guys want to, you know, a quick way to, I've given you some ways to start fasting, you know, now that you, you know, if you stop eating dinner at seven o'clock, try to go until noon the next day. Start staying with a gratitude journal, just three things that you're grateful for in the morning and then you're grateful for, you know, before you go to bed and just meditate on those things. Maybe hiding people on social media that are consistently like negative or I don't even give it consistently. Like I will hide you after one, <laughs> like one thing. Um, I'm pretty ruthless when it comes to, to eliminating like toxic things from my life um, because it serves like no value whatsoever. Um, so, you know, don't, don't feel bad about doing that. Um, but if you want, if you're not eating a plant-based diet, you want to start moving in that direction. A great way to start doing that is um, with smoothies. Smoothies are really good good ways to, they're super quick, they're super easy, and they're a great way to pack in a ton of nutrition in, you know, a small package. So you got to be careful with smoothies because you can pack in a lot of calories as well. But um, I'll share, if you guys um, will follow or, you know, go to my Instagram, it's just Nikki, N-I-K-I dot Riot, R-I-A-T. I will post uh, my favorite smoothie, my favorite green smoothie that, that kind of hits on all of the superfoods that we should be eating to fight off any viral infections and boost our immune system. Um, and it does contain some fruit as well. So you do get a little bit of sugar from that, but it is a really good, totally vegan um, recipe that you could start implementing as your breakfast or lunch, you know, whatever, um, wherever you fit that in your day, but a really great way, a good meal to start fighting, to start learning and, um, you know, start fighting off anything that your body might get and increasing your body's immune response. So, all right, that was way longer than what I wanted it to be today, you guys. Uh, but thanks for hanging with me. And I hope that that's helpful for three tips for boosting your immune system. Like I said, um, you can find me on Instagram. It's Nikki, N-I-K-I dot Riot, R-I-A-T. And I'll post that smoothie recipe for you guys. Um, and if you try it, and if you, you know, if you try it, tag me in it, let me know how you like it. And if you do, you know, if you try something else, 
um, definitely let me know. Um, who knows? Maybe you guys have tried a recipe that um, I need in my life. So anyways, you guys are amazing. Like I said, I will go into deeper topics on autophagy, definitely on mindset, and then um, on more ways that you can start transitioning to a plant-based diet um, in the coming weeks. So all right, we'll see you guys next time. Have a great week. Bye. Lean Strong Radio is the elevated conversation about nutrition and the modern woman, and I'm honored you've tuned in. Until next time.